welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. 156 years ago during the Civil War, Jacob Cartledge volunteered for the Union Army. Cartledge was born into slavery in the 1830s. He grew up in Georgia and worked on the fields of many plantations. Early in 1863, the man who owned Cartledge sold him at a slave auction. Cartledge was separated from family and friends and transported to another town in Georgia. His new owner was more vicious than the first. Cartledge told stories of many sleepless nights caused by the welts on his back from the owner's whip. When pain from the whippings began to fade, replaced with the hunger he felt from the lack of food. As soon as Cartledge was able, he ran from the new owner's plantation and headed north. There was a great deal of hardship as he avoided capture and continued to move towards Union lines. He felt if he could travel beyond the Confederate territory, he would have a chance. Cartilage made his way to a northern Virginia and found work in a coal mine. He worked there for a few weeks but injured his leg. While recovering from his injury, he could not work in the mine, so he decided to keep moving. Cartilage found his next job in Pennsylvania and worked as a farm hand. From there, he moved to a work crew making railroad ties and lying railroad tracks. A military recruit approached him and asked if he would like to enlist in a regiment to fight in the war. Cartilage said he liked the idea of having a gun in his hands when facing those who wanted to force him back into slavery. He signed up in 43rd Pennsylvania Colored Regiment in the last week of January 1865. As luck would have it, Cartilage was one of the few survivors of the worst massacre in the Civil War. General Ulysses S. Grant said the Battle of the Crater in Petersburg, Virginia was the saddest affair I witnessed this year. There were over 3,000 Union casualties. The Union Army had surrounded three sides of Petersburg, Virginia, a Confederate stronghold, and planned an attack. A tunnel was dug under the Confederate lines, and an explosive device was placed under a Confederate fort. The Union plan was to blow up the fort and rush through the Confederate lines to capture Petersburg. The tunnel explosion occurred in the early morning of July 30, 1864. In the resulting confusion, Union troops were led into the crater created by the explosion, but were not able to advance. Confederate troops stopped the Union attack, and many soldiers were killed in the crater. Jacob Cartledge was one of the few survivors in his regiment. If you've read the book Cold Mountain, the horror of the Battle of the Crater is what causes the main character to begin his journey. Just as the main character in the book sets out to find a home away from the memories of the war, when the war ended, Jacob Cartilage set out to do the same. Cartilage remained in the military unit. Till he was discharged in 1865. He then began his journey north, which would result in settling in Brattleboro. Cartilage arrived in town around 1867, two years after the war. He remained here until his death in 1919. When Cartledge came to town, he was about 35 years old. He was a laborer all of his life. He first worked in the woods and chopped trees. He moved from that work to become employed by one of the coal dealers in town. He took care of the horse teams that pulled the coal wagons around town and also helped deliver coal. As he aged, physical work became too taxing and he left the coal trade to begin work again as a day laborer, mostly chopping wood or acting as a farmhand. 
In the late 1890s, he applied for and received an increase in his Civil War pension. This is how we know part of his story. To apply for a pension, a former soldier needed to fill out documents to explain what he did while in the service of the country. For much of his time in Brattleboro, Cartledge boarded with Frank Green on Bird Street. Frank Green was a barber who had a shop on Main Street, where the Hooker Dunham building is located now. Green was an African-American who opened his barber shop in 1855. Green had lived in Brattleboro and apprenticed with another African-American barber named Andrew Broadshaw. After Green had learned the barbering trade, he moved to Greenfield, Mass. He returned to Brattleboro in 1855 and got married and settled down. His first home was on Linden Street, but his family grew and he moved to a larger home on Bridge Street and also took in borderers. Frank Green died in 1900, and after that time, Jacob's cartridge was not as settled. His pension gave him financial support, but he was also getting older and physical labor was becoming harder. During this time, there were no federal social programs to help the needy. Towns operated poor farms for those who were in need of housing. The Brattleboro Poor Farm was located on Mather Road. Jacob Cartledge had had his Civil War pension, so he was able to move from boarding situation to boarding situation and continued to work odd jobs on farms and in the woods. By 1915, he became too frail to work and spent his last few years as a resident of the Brattleboro Retreat. The retreat collected Cartledge's $38 a month pension and, in return, provided care until his death in 1919. According to his obituary, he was buried in the Mather Road Cemetery. Unfortunately, we have not been able to locate a marker for his grave. Jacob Cartledge had lived into his late 80s and had spent over 50 years in the Brattleboro area. We'd like to thank Charlie, Zach, Ida, Jay, Jamel, and Maeve for reading This Week in Brattleboro History. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.